the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is another episode of The Boys of Tech, New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. This is episode 353 for the week commencing Monday, the 12th of October, 2015. My name is Edwin Herman. Thanks for joining us. And it's going to be a very short show this week. I don't know what's going on. Maybe there are some Maybe everyone's hanging out for an important announcement next week or something. But the wires have been very, very slow. However, I noticed a couple of interesting stories. One, in fact, is really interesting. It's about a man by the name of Sanmay Ved. Now, he briefly, this is recently as well I'm talking about, he briefly owned Google.com, the domain name. Now, you're probably thinking, hang on a sec, how can this even work? I mean, Google.com is owned by Google. Well, you see, what happened was Sanmay was scrolling through a list of domain names that are supposedly available for purchase. And he, so he used his credit card to pay the $12 fee to grab Google.com. And he received an email back saying, you know, confirming that he was the owner. He then started getting email messages that were intended for Google's own web administration team. Wow. Anyway, (laughs) he effectively hijacked the domain. Um, Although he didn't do it, this is the thing, he didn't do anything, um, he didn't have to do anything special. He he just, you know, you go to these uh, uh, domain name sellers and you go to their website and you click, I want this domain name. And it's supposed to, you know, It's supposed to let you have domain names that are available and prevent you from getting domain names that aren't available. Well, in this case, he managed to get Google.com. So anyway, eventually he received a cancellation message from the website uh, which said that he could not take over Google.com because someone else had already registered it. (laughs) Not surprisingly. And he was refunded his $12 payment. Now, it turns out that Google's security team got in touch with him, and they offered him a reward for revealing the weakness in the domain name buying system. Now, Sanmay is not revealing how much he was offered. However, what he is, what he has told us is that he decided to give the cash to an Indian educational foundation. And when Google got wind of that, they doubled the reward. And he he posts on Facebook, he says, Google Security has now contacted me and has offered me a X dollar reward in a very googly way. I wrote back and told them it was never about money and asked that the money be donated to charity to the Art of Living India Foundation. They have replied and have stated that they understand and respect the fact that this was not about getting a reward. Despite that, given what they found and how this was handled, they are excited to offer me a reward. Per my request, they will now donate the reward amount 
and in brackets he says they have doubled the amount as it is now going to charity to the Art of Living India Foundation. I have chosen that the donation be made towards the Art of Living's education programme which runs 404 I like this, this is interesting you know, 404, you know, era HTTP era 404 page not found. Anyway, uh, sorry he doesn't say that, that's, that's me. <laughs> I'll go back to what he says. He says uh, made towards Art of Living's education program which runs 404 free schools across 18 states of India, providing free education to more than 39,200 children in the slum, tribal and rural belts where child labour and poverty are widespread. So, here you go. What an amazing story. I, I, you know, I, I haven't quite seen the technical details of how this flaw happened in the first place because I don't have a great detailed understanding of how the domain name purchasing system works uh, for generic uh, domains. I certainly understand how it works here in New Zealand, and I fail to understand how a domain name like that could effectively be hijacked. Like you would think, the central registry would have measures to prevent registrars from uh, reserving domain names on behalf of customers for domain names that are already taken. So I, I, I have no idea how that happened. It doesn't sound like Google let their domain name lapse uh, as far as I know, but maybe we'll see more details as uh, as they emerge. However, I thought it was a nice feel-good story too because, you know, I mean, I, I guess when he saw that Google.com was available, uh, he, he surely he must have realised that this is probably a mistake rather than a case of, well, they've let their domain name lapse. Although imagine that. Imagine if Google really had let their domain name lapse and someone else snapped it up. <laughs> the mind boggles. That would almost kill Google, really, wouldn't it? Because that's their entire business, isn't it? So... It kind of highlights the importance of a domain name and being onto a domain name. Some of you may know, uh, some of you may not, but I own the domain name www.co.nz. Now, for people outside of New Zealand, you might not realise this, but in New Zealand, well, at least up until recently, you could only purchase domain names at the third level. So, for example, yourname.co.nz or yourname.net.nz or something like that. So I managed to snap up www.co.nz within minutes of it being uh, expired by the previous owner who presumably accidentally let it expire. I mean, why would you give away such a great name? So imagine if that, uh, if the, a similar situation happened with Google. Uh, and as I say, it does highlight the importance of keeping on top of your domain names and making sure you renew them so that others don't get them. Well, there you go. San Mayved briefly owned Google.com. What a legend. <laughs> and not I don't mean what a legend for owning it. What a legend for for not accepting the reward and instead seeing it donated to a worthy cause. Excellent stuff. All right, one other story and that's pretty much it for the show. Well, Guess who's to blame for driverless car accidents? Mm, You can probably see where I'm heading with this. It's not the driverless car. It is indeed humans. It is human-driven cars. In every single case where a Google self-drive car has been involved in an accident, it has been found that the cause of the accident was one of the humans driving the other vehicle. 
But the other thing that they noticed as well, and I thought this was quite interesting, was there was a case where Google's autonomous vehicle was at an intersection. It, uh, it entered the intersection correctly. However, a vehicle to its right had failed to come to a stop at a, at a stop sign and continued through the intersection hitting the Google vehicle. Now, what had happened is the the Google vehicle detected that there was another vehicle sort of approaching at, you know, and that a collision was probably going to happen. And so what the Google car did was it applied the brakes. And in fact, that's kind of what, if you like, caused the accident, or rather, I should, well, I shouldn't say caused the accident, but prevented the accident from being prevented. Does that make sense? (laughs) So what I'm saying is what it should have done, if you like, a, a human driver in the same situation would have accelerated to get out of the way, it, you know, if it, it was in a position where if it braked, if it slowed down and came to a stop, the other vehicle would have collided and that's exactly what happened. But that if it had instead accelerated away, the accident would have been avoided. Now, let's let's not confuse the situation and let's understand that the root cause is that human driver that basically ran a stop sign and for that reason crashed into the Google car. That person caused the accident. But what I'm talking about here is how self-drive cars still have a, a you know a little way to go in terms of avoiding accidents, even though they're not the fault of the autonomous vehicle. But there are algorithms to try to avoid situations like this. And in this case, it got it wrong. So It turns out that, uh, as I say, accelerating away would have been a better option. Uh, The discussion point here is that the the algorithms in the autonomous vehicles tend to be a little cautious and, you know, a bit conservative. And by that, I mean they tend to be more likely to break in a situation where a a, a collision is imminent rather than accelerate because I, I guess they've been built to err on the side of caution. So I thought that was quite an an interesting article because although, you know, in every single case the accident was caused by the human-driven car, uh, but that there's still, uh, you know, some improvements to the algorithm in Google's cars when trying to avoid an accident, be it the Google car's fault or the other car's fault. Well, that's kind of all I had for you this week. As I say, the the wires are very quiet. Maybe there's a big event next week. That, uh, that so no one's really doing anything <laughs> because they don't want to be uh, shadowed by this uh, whatever this announcement is. I don't know. I'm kind of making it up. I, I guess it's just uh, the way you know the ebbs and flow of the uh, tech stories. All right. Anyway, that was it. That was episode 353. And uh, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I, I I'd lost my voice. Uh, over the weekend and it's only just come back thank goodness so uh but in fact i I think this is all i can do because i'm going to lose it again soon so i want to thank you very much for joining us and i hope to have you join us again next time until then have yourselves a fantastic week see you then goodbye